Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by Pro Taper. It is the Monday after the Southwick National. And uh, I'm Don Maeda, joined by Alex Ray, Chase Curtis, Mike Antonovich on the phone. If you're watching the video, yes, I'm wearing a mountain bike pickup kit. <laughs> <laughs> Chase and I rode Greer Ranch this morning and I didn't feel like changing yet. He's also wearing O'Neill shorts. O'Neill shorts? Yeah, O'Neill mountain bike shorts. What, what are, are these called? I don't know, but I just pike. know that they're, yeah. No, that's Pike Helmet. That's the Pike Helmet. Anyway, my O'Neill mountain bike shorts are my favorite mountain bike shorts. They're the best. And uh, got my WUSA jersey. There you go. Made by Mural. Look at extra looks stretchy. Super extra stretchy. Yeah, yeah those things are, that's the same uh, material as the Swap Moto Live jersey, right? Mountain yeah, bike yeah. jersey? Yeah, yeah. Great material. <coughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we saw a big fat Rattler this morning. Ooh, nope. First Pick one of the one. season. Yeah. yeah. Chase's voice went extra high on my Instagram. Very high. I do not <laughs> like snakes. Yeah. Um, yeah, me neither. Those things scary. Like, how how do they move? They have no legs. Well, I was so I was coming. We were almost at the top. We yeah. were literally around the corner. And I would come around a sh- corner, and I'm like, oh, there's a little garden snake. And then it's moving. And I'm like, man, that's thick. And then <laughs> its tail comes out of the right side. I was like, oh! And I bunny hopped over it. And I'm like, swap, stop! <laughs> stop, stop! <laughs> I had already stopped because I had a pedal strike about 10 feet earlier and ate yeah. shit oh. it was like <laughs> pedal typical strike, swap pickle, pedal strike climbing yeah eat shit that's a monday for sure yeah for sure <laughs> but uh anyhow uh did you get home okay anton flying in and out yeah yeah Fly- i mean it was a bitch from oh. start to finish and if you were one of the people that were in the hertz uh rental line on thursday night you uh you got to stop yelling at these people that are working there. They, they don't have control over there not being any rental cars. If you have not been uh, out of a coma for the last year and a half, shit's fucked up. Like, stop screaming at people. It's not going to fix anything. Yeah, the, the whole rental car situation is gnarly, right? Because there's, like, no cars because they sold them during COVID when yeah. I was traveling. And then now, like, what Anton says, people are renting them and keeping them and not returning them. Bro, my, my, my car, my rental car, it was expensive this weekend for Southwick, right? And it was a, uh, it was terrible. Like it had like cigarette burns in it. Someone done sideswiped it. Nice. I mean, it was gnarly. But I mean, it got me from point A to point B, so I can't complain. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, when I went to Seattle a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I didn't even think because you know you just rent cars. Yeah. I rented a truck because I needed it for mountain bikes. It was eight hundred bucks for four days. Mine was six hundred bucks just for the for the weekend. Are yeah. you serious? Luckily, more than your hotel. Yeah. Luckily, Heartraft and I we split. We split hotel and uh, and rental car, so it might be cheaper to Uber everywhere. Not from Boston. <laughs> oh, not from Boston. No, because hey, Ray, did you book your car for this weekend yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, we okay, booked. Yeah, because Minneapolis has none. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm like, and if you get one, it's like a thousand dollars for two days. Sick. No, no, it's crazy. Even the flights, like that's why we flew into Boston, obviously, because it was so expensive. I think Cody Shock's flight was twelve hundred bucks. Jeez. Because, but they flew into Hartford. I flew into Boston. It was a bit cheaper. But, but yeah, so it was. Mm. It cost. It did cost me um, 120 bucks. I changed my flight. 
because I was going to leave Boston Sunday morning at 7.30, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to get back to L.A. until 4, almost 5 o'clock because I had to go to Miami, wait, and then go to L.A. Mm-hmm. But I found another flight, so I changed it, and then it was like 120 bucks for like a first-class upgrade. I, I spent the money. <laughs> I, I slept like a baby. How much was it? 120 bucks. Oh, yeah, still less than your one-point bonus. Yeah, so so yeah. we're good. Yeah, I like how <laughs> as soon as I, like, offer a better bonus, you get a point. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I like, so if you don't know, Eric posted something. What, what was it? You posted something about Let's Go Southwick? Yeah. And I just wrote $300 a point. Yeah. And I like how Mathis comes in and goes, at this point, you could do $8 billion a point and you'd be safe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you go Steve's been point. busting my balls. He's mad at me because he picked me in fantasy last week and, uh. It wasn't. It wasn't good. It, yeah, it was terrible. And then, uh, and then, yeah, the first moto this week, I got a really good start. Um, I got, I got. Um, once we started getting lapped, though, I looked back, and then I had a couple guys on me, and then I went to let the leaders by, and then freaking two dudes that were behind me freaking went with them. Mm. That pissed me off. And then Chiz caught me with like a lap to go, and I was. So pissed. you were seventeenth. Yeah, I was in seventeenth. Oh. I got lucky though. Um, I mean, Cody Shock DNF'd, uh, Anstey DNF'd. A couple of people, you know, were out. So, um, you know, a couple of things played in my favor. But I mean, hey, all hey. in all, got a point. So points a point. Stuck. Yeah. So that was your best mode of the season so far. Was yeah. it the best you felt as well? Because um, I know sometimes you feel great, but the results aren't there. Yeah. No. I mean, I felt decent. Yeah. I like I like that track. Um, I've been there once before. Obviously, I didn't make the freaking motos. It was a long time ago. Whenever I was there. But uh, but this time, you know, I liked the track. It was I was a bit nervous coming into it because obviously we had a lot of rain. Um, but the track shaped up good. It was gnarly. It was rough. Um, I felt fine the first moto, um, and then uh, I was, it was looking good for the second moto too. I had a good jump off the gate, but uh, just someone fell on me in the first turn, mm-hmm. and then I just sort of went went with it, crashed in the first turn. But uh, I was working my way up, and then and then yeah, just that disaster struck. Disaster struck. So Anton. Before we press record, uh, Ava was telling me about his eventful weekend, and he goes, I think Anton saw every one of the incidents. I did. It was awesome. The, the <laughs> Southwick locals got the full area experience. Dude. Um, I, think my, I think my favorite was when he fell in the first turn doing the practice starts for the second, for the oh, second dude, qualifier. Yes. That was the shit. I like, get up, and I then, like, all the fans... All the fans are like right there on the fence, you know, because and dude, the fans there are actually super gnarly. Like it's second probably to Redbud. Really, really. Yeah, Dang. they were great. So like they're all they're like, all yeah, a Ray, sketchy, yeah. And then I'm like, I'm I'm in the fucking <laughs> like just you know like come on like pumping them up and they're yeah. all stoked, raising the roof. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know. But uh, but yeah, I had a, an eventful day. I did uh, I crashed doing my practice starts in the first turn. I crashed on my sight lap and bent the shit out of my bars. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I was pissed. And then, um, what else did I do? Oh yeah, my muffler or my uh, my mid pipe broke. The, all the bolts are still in there. Everything. It was just the mid pipe uh, where it you know welds onto the mid pipe. Mm-hmm. It break. It, it snapped off and then. So then the mid pipe fell out. Yes. And so you had a header and a muffler. Yes. Oh Sick. wow. That's and cool. okay, so it happened about what do you think? Five minutes into the moto, Anton. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, first off, your guys' bikes, you can hear them over everybody's already. I don't know why, but even when you guys were getting ready for the sight lap in 450 Moto 1, AC's bus driver and I were standing next to each other on the podium, and you could hear you and Rod Bell just revving them. And they just, like, 
you can hear your bikes over everybody else's. And I was like, oh, okay, it's like that. But that, uh, that second moto, I, yeah, I don't know when you lost it, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you just hear one bike audibly higher than everybody else's. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, I know who that is. Yeah. I already got a guess. <laughs> yeah. and, but you came around, and I saw the pipe. I saw the header was on there, and I saw the muffler was on there. And I'm like, okay, he lost the mid-pipe. Like, it's not his fault. No, and yeah. And I had my friend Jeff that's a local um, – he sent me a text later on. He's like, what happened? I'm like, oh, no, it was the mid-pipe. I could tell it was the mid-pipe. It wasn't, it wasn't the full muffler or anything. Yeah, but was... you pushed. You kept going. You didn't stop. Yeah, so pretty much. What, um, did, what did that do to the power, having just a header? Yeah, yeah it, lost, it lost a bit. Low, top, or? Um, like coming out of the corners, it lost a little bit like bottom end. Like mm-hmm. just, it was, I mean, it was fine. It was still, it was still going, but I didn't want to do any damage obviously it was if it was later in the moto i would have kept going but i didn't want to do any more damage to that engine mm-hmm. you know obviously we went through an engine last week i wanted to save the engine you know because it cost the team a lot of money um if it would have been later in the moto that it happened if it wasn't so early i would have kept and stayed out there because i rode the bike for like 15 minutes mm-hmm. with no freaking pipe and i'm like and then i get you know i see like the halfway mark and i'm like fuck that's a long way to go and I'm like, I don't want to blow this bike up. So that's whenever I just decided to pull off and, and DNF, which sucks because I hate doing that. Yeah. Like a part of me. Dies. But I mean, at, at a certain point, it's pointless if you're out of the points. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's pointless. Like, I mean, I was moving forward too. Like I had some really good laps there, but I mean, it was just, it was just too far out of reach. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Pulp Fantasy people, that's about it. That's the only reason. But I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, make the team freaking cause the team to spend a ton of money, you know, yeah. just for some fa- people. Is there in still a tally of parts on the door or is that only super? I, I'm still winning it. Whatever. If there is, or if it's not, I'm, I'm winning it. But, um, but yeah. So yeah, it was an eventful day, um, which sucks, but, uh, but yeah, not hey, really Ray, to your do. credit, to your credit. Uh, when I got there on Friday, Mm-hmm. And I saw how bad the track was. I was like, man, Mike just needs to take the clutch off Alex's bike. Like, just take the clutch lever off and just send him out there in fourth gear and not have him touch anything. Because I was, no offense, but I'm like, this is one of those tracks where you're going to smoke it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you that you did as good as you did. Because, like, what happened is completely not your fault. No. You know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you, did, a, you did a really, really good job, all things considered. It's a bummer that things happen that way. But I know that, like, the way that track was shaping up, that could have really been a, a, like, just nuclear weapon on your bike, and it wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah, good. yeah. So I mean, I was I was stoked with it. I mean, I think even even the team owner Jason, he was he was happy with me to for me to pull off on the second moto. So save the bike. We got. I have two more races to go, and then mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll have to go from there. But um, yeah, it was freaking. It was a gnarly track, dude. Holy shit, it was gnarly. But I loved it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I like the sand berms because you can just hold the bike wide open. You're yeah, yeah. I, like I like that. You know, it's funny is uh, Anton is your, how was your weekend? I liked mm-hmm. how Hunter Lawrence was like, ah, you know, you, you can't compare Euro sand to American sand. And he goes, all the idiots on the internet who are all sand experts get on and compare. Yeah. I like that. He said that. Yeah. Idiots on, mm-hmm. the, on the message boards. Yeah. And, the, and from talking to everybody and Avery will say this too. If you've never been to Southwick or everything, it is not a normal sand track. It's a hard, it's a hard base. It's a hard base. It's super hard. And then all of that water, honestly, 
all that rain probably made the hard base come out even more. Yeah, it packed it in. all of that sand on the top just becomes quicksand, and it just slops around everywhere, so it pushes off. And then when guys take those inside lines, it just breaks down, and then you get to that hard base. Kenny, Chisholm, Sexton, every dude I talked to after the track said, like, you couldn't find a bike setup that was good because you think you're on sand, and then you hit that hard base, and it's like riding on marbles everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely. Hmm. Joe Shimoda. Joe Rushed Joe. it. Podium. Podium. Podium by. People love Joe, too. He had yeah. a lot of fans pumped on him at the podium. And I was that was cool to see because typically you think, like, you know, Massachusetts, they're not really one to, like, let other people come in. Like, look at what they did at Verandas the last time we were there. Or Stewart. They love Joe. Yeah, we're Malcolm. Oh, yeah. No, right. no, no. James, no. Yeah. James back James, in the day. Yeah. I wasn't going to go that far, you know, but, like, yeah. they, they are typically not the most forthcoming for, like, import riders. They love Joe. Import. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, Joe's sm- style all smooth and, like, you so know, the sick. way he rides? Yeah. That's, just like, almost perfect for that track, right? Yeah. yeah. Hunter goes 1-1, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's so, mm-hmm. I mean, he had to make some passes, I think, first, second oh, moto. Wow. Like, he had to make a lot of passes. That's good on him because, I mean, he's obviously, I mean, he's been there, mm-hmm. but I feel like he's been, like, right outside of it yeah. so i feel like that was good for him to sort of step into the spotlight and freaking get a one one on the day mm-hmm. sucks for his brother though i mean he had a he had a def definitely had a tough day wow. did we had i think we had three crashes from leaders in the 2d class dude hampshire two of them were rj but still <laughs> i mean i i can't talk because i mean obviously i my ass is crashing on the freaking site lap but hampshire dude poor guy bummer yeah you know what i mean like Hey, from a rider's, from a racer's perspective, does it look like he just has way too much faith diving into every he single corner? It. He what? goes for it, dude. Yeah. Like, there is there is zero fucks whenever he's riding, I feel like. Zero. Like, none. So, that's what it is? It's not a brain fart? I mean, it might be a bit of a brain fart, but, I mean, he's riding the ragged edge, I feel like, a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, he has that um, that front end does not give. Like, it doesn't yeah. squish. It doesn't anything. Like, he sets up over the back of the bike. Like, he sets pretty straight up and down and just, like, carves it everywhere. So the front end's, like, bound to just climb out of it. You know? Yeah, it I feel like, like he runs a stiff fork. Mm-hmm. It looks so stiff out there. Yeah. And they're not – fortunately, they're not big ones in RJ's instance. They're just kind of, like, front end climbs out and then he's over. Mm-hmm. Um the Colorado one was a big one. Yeah, that was down, yeah, the, but. down the hill. But yeah, bummer for him because he was he had it. You know, he that yep. first moto, especially for for Hunter, he just had to wait it out for guys to just keep crashing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, and Mosman went down twice too, right? Yeah, Mosman went down, and then um, like Jet and the whole the whole Jet Jalik thing, yeah. dude. They, I think they both got really lucky right there. I mean, that could have been really mm-hmm. bad. I mean, I get where. Or Jalik sort of made the mistake, and you, that whole thing happened because whenever you go over that that first little drop down right there where they were, there was ruts all the way across that, mm-hmm. and it's at an angle too, and it was very easy to get like out of line or out of the rut. If you get off balance just a little bit, it would it would sort of grab you each way, you know, because we did have all that rain, and sometimes the sand there's some spots in the sand where it just it can gobble you up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So. Yeah, so, like, Jalik is lucky he didn't eat shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he's lucky that Jet landed on his bike where he did, not on his back, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think Jet's lucky because he just, I mean, yeah, he slammed the ground pretty good, but it could have been worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Far Definitely. worse. Yeah, far worse. I like, uh, 
Anton, I like how was your weekend when Jets all. Can I cuss? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a yeah. shit show. Well, I like how both of them, because like, even, even Hunter's just like, fuck yeah, and that's cool. Like, it's <laughs> cool to see both of those guys just have such a good personality. And yeah. that uh, they're willing to say that stuff. You know, they're willing to like be real guys instead of so uh, telling the corporate line. Like, I like that dude say that. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's cool to hear. Yeah. Colt had a quiet but good day. Mm-hmm. He was fast all day. Fifth, right? Yeah, I Fifth think so. Overall, I think. Yeah. His teammate Justin Cooper made it hard on himself that first moto. He got mm-hmm. it buried off the start. Did he go down off the start or was it just a mm-hmm. bad start? No, I think pretty much everybody in that first 250 moto, like if you were, I think, not in the lead 15, when you went down the mechanics area and then up that first rise through that scoring arch or through that tower arch. Yeah. Uh, half the pack was down in a heap right there because J Mart was down, like everybody was down. Oh, that's right. Mm, yeah. Hmm. Apparently, in the first in the first 450 moto, there was a big pile up right there where Freddie Freddie Norn was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was like a. They thought that they were gonna red. Fl- so I talked to someone. He's like, dude, I'm surprised they didn't red flag the the race because like you guys were coming back around and people were still like sprawled out everywhere. So oh, I didn't see it obviously because I was racing, but that's just what I heard. I mm-hmm. did see Freddie down still whenever I went past it, but he had like a. His bars are broken or something. I don't know. Dude. Rough day for Jay. You know, I kind of thought the same thing too, A-Ray. I, I was like noticing that because they were coming around and there was still kind of a big disaster in the middle of the track. I was like, oh, how are we going to get around this? But yeah. They got it going. Um, hey, all things considered, like as bad as some of those could have been, I don't think there was any big serious, like anybody got hurt crashes, any serious injuries, nothing like that on Saturday, which was good for how hard guys were sending it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Forkner, another bad day, dude. <laughs> dude, Bummer. first moto was not good, and then, and then he, he I think, yeah, he did moto. have a crash. I don't think it was a very bad crash, but I mean, he did have a have it a crash. Real slow to get up, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which that's just a bummer, man. Like, hopefully he can figure it out. You know, I mean, because I mean, he's still young, but he's kind of running out of time in the lights class. I feel like he yeah, needs what, to, what, we need to see something. What's this rumor right here that he's going to get moved up to four fifty next year? It sounds he's like not. He's, he's not. not. Okay. No, the he's back. The I talked to some people. If he would have done what he needed to do in Supercross this year and pointed out, and then EY leaving, he would have immediately stepped into that spot, and Anderson wouldn't have gone there. But because he had the injury and everything that happened, he's going to stay 251 more year. Uh, Cowie's just going to be one single truck. It's just going to be Jason and uh, Adam next year. Okay. So he's got one more chance, but there is some pressure to like. You need to figure this out. Like, time's time's ticking. You're gonna be 23. Figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, Chase, you were saying something about Jmart, but he's still losing. Like, I mean, he was moving. O- overall, he was still like ninth or something. Yeah, right? he was moving, but he just had a rough day. Yeah, it just seemed like bad starts, and then well, the crash, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, he hasn't been riding been weak at all because of his injuries. Yeah, I'm he's- glad that he was okay after that crash too, because just. I feel like just him going down, no matter what it is, like he's doing got, an RJ. He's got three. So he's got three injuries. He's yeah. nursing. Could have made yeah. it even worse. But he wrote on his Instagram this morning that he's stoked to be able to ride during the week this week and yeah. improve on things. That's good. Anton, are you hearing anything on uh, Caleb Russell? Because I mean, obviously he's having a bit of a struggle. He had, I think, he was down in the first moto. Had a broke his uh, oh. shift lever. But uh, yeah, Caleb hit the ground pretty much every time he hit the track this weekend. Um, so I talked to some people, you know, and about what's going on and you got to think about it. There really is no, um, 
there's no setup playbook for him to peel off of for KTM. Like they haven't had a 250 in-house program in a while. If you look back to what TLD KTM had last year, wasn't like it was that great. So it's not like he has like, you know, all of these resources and all these things to just plug in on that bike. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then, yeah, he's an eight-time GNCC champion, but this is a whole different beast for him. So to try to learn the pace of how to sprint for 30 minutes, a bike that is completely different than everything he rode outdoors, not a lot of help. And then his teammate is a teenager that has even less experience at this level. It's not like he really has a lot to go off of. Yeah. Um, so it seems like there's just, you know, it's a lot harder than I think they maybe expected it to be. Mm-hmm. but there's no like big panic it's just like hey man this is bonus time you did your job you did your career you know just come out here and, and do what you want to do on the 250 and do it as long as you want to do it i guess yeah but it doesn't seem like ktm is like oh my god this is a failure he's he's done what he needed to do for them yeah um it is weird to, I'll, I'll say this it's weird to see the power shift in husky going from like think about a couple years ago where they'd have these weird mechanicals yeah. or bike setup that wasn't that good that bike rips you know, yeah, RJ yeah. makes it look fast. Styles makes it look fast. Jaleek's made it look fast. Styles was up there pretty good this mm-hmm. weekend as Styles well. Styles mm-hmm. doing good. Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah. How about uh, you didn't see it, uh, A-Ray, but, and Chase probably did. How about him and Carson getting into it during time qualifying? That was hilarious. Dude, so I heard about this, but I didn't get a chance to watch. What, what went down? They were just getting into it? So um, they staggered out to like try to get their last flying laps in and styles was already second overall like rj was at the top of the board styles was second and he yep. was trying to go for one last flyer like in the middle of the session so he let everybody go and then he catches up to carson towards the back part of the track and then carson's not really going for it but he's in the main lines so then it botched styles lap and then he got stuck behind him so then he went up to him and just smashed right into Carson's left side and then started throwing his hands up. And then it went on for a few straightaways that they kept yelling at each other. And then fortunately it was all on camera because I was watching it last night, like re-watching stuff. I was like, oh, wow, they are really, wow. really getting into it. But maybe Styles didn't know, like, hey, dude, you're good already. Like, you're second yeah. overall. It's all good. But, yeah, uh, that, that was actually pretty entertaining to see because you never – like, you hear about that stuff happening, but rarely does it get captured on camera. Hi, Swap Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai. Who does Ken Roxon, Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion Tim Geiser turned to for power. Yoshimura, since 1954. Since 2005, Risk Racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry, all while doing it in their own unique way. Whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system, the Lock and Load Pro, or the EZ Utility Jug, the fuel can of choice, for me, SGB Racing's Alex Ray, Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase. Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge Hubs 
The wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next, cleaning air filters or changing oil. Tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaT-shirtPrinters.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at GuiltlessFoodCo.com. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota of Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Oh, bro. I witnessed Stank Dog punching that Kessler dude in the helmet after the first moto. This weekend? Yes. <laughs> Bro, it was so funny. Oh, my God. Stank Dog just comes off, and him and that Kessler dude are, like, yelling at each other. Stank Dog, he just freaking Is it his hand back. bad? Huh? I, I thought his hand was broken. I don't know. Well, it probably is now. <laughs> he just cocked back and just punched the dude in the helmet. Did he hit him in the goggles, at least? No. Just no? straight in the chin bars. And the dude, oh. it looked like it broke the dude's neck. But, like, <laughs> bro, I, I was standing right there. I was like, did anybody else see that? Because we were all, like, lining up for the first moto in the 450 class, and they're coming off the track, and they're yelling at you know, like, Wah. And then Stank Dog just, boom, right in the fucking head. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't get punched when you took out that guy in the first practice session. Oh, you yeah. down that hill, and you went to avoid that dude that washed out going into the rut, and then you just smoked into that other guy at the edge of the berm and knocked him down. Yeah, well, dude's on a freaking dude's on a freaking two stroke in the in the A practice. Dude. Like, get out of here. Oh, Rensland? No, I don't know who it was. I don't know who. It was. Some local? Yeah, yeah, it was it was you some local him. dude. Anton you really did see every like, one of your incidents. Yeah, <laughs> I did, dude. I was dying when he did that. When I was like, 
that wasn't your fault. No. Like, you you swerved to avoid the guy going down, and the other guy wasn't going well, fast I did get, enough, and you were trying to get going. Yeah, you know, well, the guy... your fault. Yeah, the guy crashed, and he splashed my goggles full of mud, and I couldn't <laughs> see, and I was in the middle of a rut. So I'm like, in the middle of a rut, trying to pull a tear off, and I got this dude on a freaking two-stroke in my way. I'm like... Fuck this guy. Yeah. So I hit him. Obviously, he crashes, and I go on about my day. You know, like, sorry, but, like, like if you're going to ride a two-stroke and you're going to do one freaking outdoor national, go to the B practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just ride the B practice. How do hey, you get out there? I have no idea. You snuck in. You hiding in the infield. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, uh, real quick on uh, Robertson before we move on to the 40 class. His knee is, like, bad. And he hasn't been riding a lot during the week, mm-hmm. so I think it'll be interesting next year when he's able to have some off time and get the knee fixed and all that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so the Robertson-Mumford thing is like a rekindling of yeah. the mini-major. Oh, wow. The mini-major mm-hmm. rivalry, right? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to ask Carson about this. Those guys have been yeah. adversaries for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both kind of dorky. <laughs> I don't know if you like yeah. ever. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, like, shoot. I don't know, the track in the 450 class, the second moto, it was pretty gnarly. Holy cow. Mm. Heart raft did yeah. good. Okay, so, Anton, did you happen to see the battle between, like, like from Savachi all the way down to Anstey, the second moto, with, like, 10 minutes to go? Honestly, that whole second moto was so wild. And, and like, not to bag, because I know that there are so many people that are just fuming about this TV coverage. And sorry, but, like, yeah. bro, you guys missed some shit it was awesome yeah not only was eli like on the move and doing stuff that i he was making sections look glass smooth that other guys were barely getting yeah he was jumping singles into berms and just laying it over dude it was awesome he he found areas of the track at like the edges that were completely smooth that other guys weren't going through and i was just like wow he's like in the zone right now yeah but then how that pack differentiated because there was the main guys like the first seven eight that were all like bang, bang, bang together, and then big gap, and then another big group of guys that were all close to each other running a good pace. Yeah, th- it, that was awesome. You yeah. Know, it's just, but that track shows you how big of a separation it is from like the top seven guys to the next group to the next mm-hmm. group to the next group. Yeah. Dude, I'm not trying to be like a keyboard warrior or anything like everyone else, but I the broadcast was very frustrating. Like, yeah, especially I mean, well, on like I, my side trying to type a race report. Yes. Yeah, the filming kind of sucked. Like, call camera calling and all that mm-hmm. but dude the transponders i don't know what the deal is it's the amount of times tomac dropped to like 34th place yeah and it's like oh the camera's not on him did he like what yeah. happened like dude it was so frustrating yeah and i think they 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 played the whole points leader thing a little bit too much i think yeah. you know like his bike was smoking a bit yes but it stopped yeah i mean yeah. how many times do we see eli tomac's bike smoking because mm-hmm. he's just finger banging the thing you know what i mean yeah, so it's, it's frustrating. So, uh, so, but I talked to Wygant about this yesterday. Yeah, and and like, in defense of all those guys, because it is what it is. Like, you have to think, Avery, you've been to Southwick, Don, you've been to Southwick. This is one of those tracks where it's super compact. It's it's really hard to put all of the infrastructure of all of that out there in the first place. And then you have to remember, we're not that big of a sport, so there are only so many camera guys. There are only mm-hmm. so many people working. Yeah. There does need to be a full-time spotter in the broadcast booth. Like that, if there is not one, there has to be one to just to watch the lap times and tell people what's going on. Because they've had one for qualifying the last two weeks, 
and it's helped the qualifying show because they picked up guys that are putting in heater laps, you know, midway through, and then they get to show them. But they have to have that stuff going forward. Yeah. The problem is if we don't have a lot of money coming in, that's another person you got to pay forty to fifty thousand dollars. How are you going to find that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to. It's just got to get bigger. Redbud was bitching because we had that helicopter that could fly over and show everything. Yeah. You can't fly a helicopter at Southwick because the track's like in it's town. so small. It's so it's in town. There's an airport right by, so you have these flight path restrictions. Like there's all these factors that we have to keep in mind that we're just so small that it is what it is. Yeah. But I agree a hundred percent. There are some things that need to be better. You know, if we can go out and, and like not tooting our own horn or saying that we're better than the broadcast people are, because it's a completely different set of challenges. If every weekend we can go interview different people yeah. and talk about different things happening in the sport, there's no reason they can't go do the same thing and have a different storyline every week rather than playing these pre-broadcast things mm-hmm. that nobody Who's wants your to celebrity see. crush? Yeah. Dude, get that shit off there. Dude. Like, get that, that is not going to grow the sport. Talking yeah. about why companies or why people are involved in these certain things or the dynamics of the track or what's been going on, that's what people want to know. Bring them up to date on what's going on rather than just talking about the same five talking points yeah. for 12 weeks. It, well, it, it, I get it because we're small and they're doing everything at once, but it's not that, you know, we got to change it up. Yeah. Yeah. One of my biggest, like, gripes with the broadcast thing, though, is I know they have – I've heard they've had they have 15 cameras. Mm-hmm. I, at Paula, I saw five, three on stands, two ground guys, and the rest were a couple – one guy for each reporter, right? Mm-hmm. There's like seven unaccounted cameras. Like, where are, where are the other cameras? And then, dude, like, I feel like Tommy Tenders catch, gets more shit sometimes than than the broadcast does. Like, yeah. I know just stuff dude, he was he posting on his stuff. story. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> like, we didn't yeah. see any of this. Yeah, and there, there, I seen there was a lot of tweets um, about Tomac. Obviously, he's like, wow, I really wish I could have seen that lap time, that 216. Yeah, you know. Um, so I mean, there there was a few things, yeah, like the the whole Savachi Dino Hartraft Anstey battle in the second moto. Obviously, I seen it because I DNF'd and I'm a fan of the sport. I went in the mechanics area. I was I was right there. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just I took my helmet off and I wanted to watch because obviously I have friends out there who are racing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching it and I'm you know I was like, holy shit, they're ripping. Yeah. But you know what I mean. It sucks everybody's job's hard, whatever they're doing. I feel like they're doing their best that they can, but you know, yeah, there was a lot of frustrated people for sure. If you, if we had more, it just, it's a manpower and it's a money issue. That's hundred yes. percent what it is. And think about it. Like Chase and in, in Tom's defense, Tom gets to like, and you know this from being a guy that goes to the races too. Think about how small your camera is. Yeah. The broadcast cameras that those guys have, they're 30, 40 pounds that Giant. they're having on their shoulder the whole yeah. time. You know what I mean? And they also need a spotter to kind of like tap them on the shoulder in addition to the guy that's on their head, on their headset, to tell them like, hey, here's the next guy coming. Here's this. Here's this. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different beast to shoot. Yeah. You know, all credit to them. But like, yeah, we there's some things that really got to get buffed out because this has been an ongoing trend, not just this year or not just because of COVID or whatever. This has been going on for years. Yeah. Anton, do you want to touch on the whole like uh, – chick thing with with Ansi? I don't know that much about oh. it. I see that well, Ansi's wife is his celebrity crush. I saw that. Yeah, smart guy. Smart guy. Uh, Very true. 
So, so, so she tweeted the bike's a well, piece of shit? Well, no. Like, <laughs> I think she put it on her Instagram story or something, and then she posted like a video of him winning Lommel or something a few years ago like on a f- good factory bike or something. And, I mean, okay. So that bike is not a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I've ridden I've ridden a HGP Suzuki. I had my best year in Supercross on a HGP Suzuki. Mm-hmm. That bike is not terrible. I like that bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he's had issues with it the past couple of weeks, but it's stuff that's like it's kind of out of your control. I mean, he had in the first moto, I think it was an electrical issue, like maybe it was a stator, maybe it was a wiring harness, whatever. But that that stuff happens. I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened to AP. It happened to Cody Shock this weekend. Obviously, it happened to Max. Um, last weekend, I think he blew out a wheel. Mm-hmm. I mean, he cased Rocco's leap. Fuck, I yeah. did too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not I'm not over here saying that my bike's a piece of shit. You know? I mean, he's not saying that. His wife said it. But I'm like, I don't know. If if I'm if I'm HEP, which, and I'm good friends with them. Obviously, I mm-hmm. wrote for the team. If I'm HEP, I'm a little pissed. And I would, I would, I would just say, stay in your lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just keep your mouth shut. That that's me. I don't know. Do you have a different opinion, Anton? Um so I talked to Dustin at length on Friday, just discussing things that they have going on. Yeah. And and A Ray, you know, like you were a part of this team and we've just we've discussed this too. The growth that they've had over the last two years. Yes. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. But unbelievable to Dustin and, and Clark Jones's credit and everybody over there. They're trying to go about things a different way without a lot of resources. You know, they're, they're doing different things with the bike. Suzuki is not the most forthcoming brand in terms of financial or technical support right now. Mm-hmm. They're doing pretty good. And Max knew what he signed up for coming in. Like, he knew, hey, you're not coming to factory Suzuki in the heyday. You're coming yeah. to an independent team with some Suzuki support. Uh, so I see where his chick is frustrated. Like, that makes sense. I mean, you gotta you got to be upset when your guy's not doing well. But at the same time, like these personal issues, you got to keep together. You can't be putting out there because then this just makes it look like either you're going to have a problem getting the contract later on or that there's problems within the team, which is going to make it harder for the sponsors to renegotiate later on. All yep. of these things. And you especially can't have that happen when it's your title sponsor of the team's title sponsor <laughs> of the race and all of their people are watching that race. Yeah. Just, yes. Like all of these things. Yes. You know, I get it. She can, you can be frustrated. I totally understand that. But at the same time, it's like, let him sort that out within the team himself. I get it. But also this is his job. Let him sort it out. Yeah. And I would not, I would not want Megan bitching about Don. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of those deals. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like too, well, a lot of things that people don't understand. I mean, yes, this is, they are considered like the only Suzuki team, but they're not building their engines in house at Suzuki, yeah. like, they don't have all of this stuff. I mean, it's pretty much, like, Clark Jones, uh, Dave Dye, and then, obviously, I mean, Clark Jones, he's doing engine, I think, and suspension. Um, so, I mean, they have a really good engine package. I mean, shit, they got a lot of hole shots in Supercross. Mm-hmm. You know, that that bike is fast. And, uh, I mean, yeah, they're just – I mean, I feel like a little bit of it is just maybe some growing pains, which is – it's. I mean, everyone everyone goes through that, you know. But uh, it's, I don't think it's anything with the team. I think they're, they're all gelling really well. Um, I mean, shit, Hartraff. I think Hartraff was the better guy this weekend, to be honest. How about Hartraff coming to life the last couple of weeks? Dude, yeah, he's, he's riding right. good, man. He's been on it. Yeah, Confidence I mean, is up there, too. He's happy. He's happy with the bike. I mean, he's, he's riding really well. Um, you know, I, 
shit, I went cycling with him this morning, you know, and he was talking about, dude, like, I feel good. I mean, at the end of the motos, he's not tired, mm-hmm. and he's pushing all the way to the end, which is oh, good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm stoked for him. And, I mean, you know, like, looking forward, I hope that he gets something good next year. Yeah. You know, and, like, I think that if, if things keep going along how they're going, you know, okay, look. Suzuki is in a very weird position right now, but from what I'm hearing, there's nothing that's saying that they can't, that it's the end of the road, that they're going to go away, that this, this, and this. Like, Dustin could totally get more resources into that team next year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Talking to the Twisted T guy on Friday, man, they're pumped. They love what they're doing. You know, they're getting a lot of return for what they put in. Dude, and and if you see all those fans, I mean, Dude, when people come to those races, they want to freaking have a party. And then yeah. Yeah. Twisted Tea coming in as a sponsor, you see how many... Uh, Who doesn't want an iced Twisted Tea and uh, baking dude, some? Do you know how many freaking <laughs> hot chicks were there? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, there was, so for- dude, every chick I seen was fucking hot. And they had that little <laughs> Twisted Tea little thing around their head. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. and, and here's the other thing on the Twisted Tea deal. Uh, they are the one of the two fastest growing alcohol mm-hmm. sectors of the last couple of years. Like mm-hmm. they have double digit growth every year. And we're always just like, how do we get non-endemic sponsors in? How yeah. do we get more money? Yeah. How do we this? The company that owns Twisted Tea is a billion dollar company. Mm-hmm. Big money is out there. You just have to go find it. And again, props to Dustin for what he's doing. to. Yeah, bring how did, how did Dustin get that sponsor? So, I don't know, if, but man, like, I mean, I do know that he works very hard with the team. Like, he, I mean, he's in his office making calls all day, every day, I think, to help that team grow, which is good. So, so okay, I talked to the guy, Billy Grotto, who is the, like, marketing and field events decision maker for this thing. So his background is, like, street bike events, and he explained this all in that video. You know, they, they go to Sturges, they go to Bike Week, they go do all that stuff. But then Dustin approached them of like, hey, come check this out. Take a chance on us. Let us do what we think we can do and see what happens. They found out that this is the perfect demographic for them. It's a young group. It's guys, you know, guys and girls from 21 to 35 that like to have a good time. We have good money. Like, we are the target demo for this alcohol brand. Yeah. And uh, he's impressed them more and more. Last year, it seemed like Dustin and the HEP team we're kind of in charge of activation for a lot of things and just getting things going. And then now this year, um, Twisted Tea has stepped up. They've, they've partnered with Ignite, which is the marketing company that puts together a lot of the on-site activation displays for Monster or for Red Bull or for Toyota, for Supercross and Motocross. Mm-hmm. So they found out like who the key players in the industry are. They're supporting them. They're working with them. Like These are all the things that we need a brand like them to see and then go tell other brands to see the success story of advertising in motocross and supercross like this is a great thing for them you know and if and and for dustin he's doing a great job you know they don't have a lot of resources to the same level that other guys have and they're making a lot happen with what they have like oh yeah like you said hey ray they're they're killing it they're doing a very good job and Dude, i'm very happy for crushing them it and then they have the i mean they like weege he goes over there after every race and does like mm-hmm. the the post-race show mm-hmm. you know so I mean, hey, good on you for getting involved in that this week. Yes, too. I mean, obviously, me and Brandon, we like I said earlier, we travel together. So I'm over there after the motos, anyways, telling him to hurry up because he's <laughs> he's usually doing a little bit better than me, and he has more interviews and everything. So <laughs> especially last weekend at Redbud, we didn't get out of there for a while because got tenth. Yeah, he got tenth, and he, everyone wanted to talk to him. So uh, yeah, and good on him too. 
because he's sort of i mean he at first he didn't he was like a dry personality and i feel like him having a little bit more success in the 450 class he's sort of coming into his own with a personality and uh and being able to talk more in front of the in front of the camera which is nice swap can we have a wilson or Dahmer call twisted t and do some uh, swap mode live stuff that would be nice. That'd be sick, dude. I'll tell we you what. We don't have an anti-alcohol policy with this company. No, we do not. I will tell you what. After two thirty-minute motos, an ice cold twisted tea is not bad. <laughs> because <laughs> they're stocked I, in in the coolers at Twisted Tea, HEP Suzuki, and I have cracked open a few of them. <laughs> I'm not. They didn't I gotta have, have a cold one. Cross, What's that? They didn't have them in Supercross. Oh, I kept oh, asking they, Hardware no, for one. No, they did. They did it. Yeah, they had. They, yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was last year. Yeah, maybe oh, it was last okay. year. But this year, yeah, they had de- they definitely have them on deck. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, I gotta have a cold one. I bought a twelve pack of those when I went to uh, I think Paris for Benny Talzi's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a twelve pack. Yeah, yeah. Those things are nice. Anyway. So yep. who do you th- who do you think has uh, brought more attention to Twisted T, like the HEP Suzuki team or the the black guy in the gross in the gas station? A little bit of both. You smacked that guy in the face with the can. <laughs> Did you see that? No, I haven't seen it. I don't oh, think. Is it I a commercial? Th- no, no the, dude. Oh, a, yeah, yeah you win. showed me that. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah I've seen oh, that. The, guy, the racist guy was like calling him the N-word, and he's like, do it one more time. <laughs> Hit him Jeez. with the can. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, quiet day for, I think, how did Sabachi do? He was pretty good, right? He was up right? there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did good. He's going to tell you that he didn't do good, but he did good. Yeah. You know, and and again, this is what I told Joey after the races are over. Steadily building, you know, after if you think where the Cowie stuff was a couple years ago, he he rode really well, but he only had one summer there and he knew he didn't have a future. Yeah. And then he got hurt, went to JGR last year, had no testing time on the bike. Let's be honest, not really a great bike last year for him to work on. Uh, and he was really scared of hurting his ankle again. Yeah. Because that ankle injury was really, really serious. I was there when it happened. I talked to him all the way through the recovery. It was way worse than they let on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he's done great this year. And as I've said in these past episodes, if AP doesn't go to KTM, he is one of the next guys on the short list to get bumped up if needed. Yeah. So yeah. Joey's doing everything the right way. He did well. Yeah, he was off that, that lead group, but that was a good day for him. Uh, is there yeah. any is there any updates with uh, AP and KTM and Yamaha like where he's if he's going or if he's not going? Uh, it just kind of kind of seems like they're trying to figure out what the package is going to be for KTM next year. Okay. Is it going to be because there was all these rumors, you know, when all this talk like mm. towards the end of Supercross that they weren't going to be at Albans anymore, and now they might be back at Albans, and they might be this, and they might be that. I heard so Webb's riding at somewhere different right now. Yeah, I've heard this too. Okay. And I've heard that, this, but if you really look and pay attention, a lot of those guys are riding in different places. Elsewhere. RJ's yeah. riding around Florida everywhere. Um, Zach was riding in different places there for a bit. The only person you don't really see branching out is Marvin. Yeah. Okay. And that might just because he hasn't told anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Hey, do you guys think um, Star builds their motors in house, right? Yes. You think the whole maybe moving? to florida the last couple of weeks maybe got involved and uh messed with some of the motors because they had what three three bike problems right thrasher blue one i think is what i heard i think was it nichols in the no i don't think nichols was in that no i think no i, I just think, think cole th- had 
I think Colt had a good day. Yeah, yeah um, it was just Thrasher, AP, and then Frannis was smoking or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I mean, A-Ray, you were there. That that was a torture test for an, for an engine. And oh, then the Yamaha dude, design, too. You know, you have that big front-end intake, so if you suck in any kind of sand or water or anything, it's mm-hmm. all susceptible to getting messed up. Yeah. And bikes break. Shit happens. Yeah. Uh, I, mean. I think AP's thing... They did a full, from what I heard, they did a full motor swap between first moto and second moto, and there maybe was just something wrong with that engine that they mm. didn't know about when it got put in. So mm. you can't really put that out there. I think the bigger thing for the star guys that's going to be going forward is just how intense that whole operation is. You know, because everybody's in Florida, all those mechanics, all those guys that work down there, this is an around the clock job right now from setting up the shop, setting up the track keeping everything going and if you're a mechanic for that team you're the race mechanic and you're the practice bike mechanic yeah i mean you're working like a dog at star mm-hmm. do dog we know yeah. who's out here with christian Derek, his mechanic he derek's still oh, yeah. out here ranking yeah baby but he uh, they're going they're going soon okay they're going to florida soon i know yeah, that christian sold his house already really wow i heard fry's out here too right now. yeah it's just christian and fry out here right now okay. um so I guess they're working with Bradley Taft out here while Swanee's um, in Florida. But mm-hmm. uh, they're going soon, I know, because Derek, uh, he had some Corey Taylor tickets in Vegas. Oh, this is right. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so he asked me if I wanted to, you know, take those over. But I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he will be going to Florida within the next couple of weeks, I think. Okay. Yeah. I, from talking to the guys that are over there, they love it. You know, I think to ride at Ricky's place and to have all that stuff on site is good. Um, but the thing about it is, man, it's one track. It's one track every yeah. single day. I mean, you're getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I mean they'll have equipment. They can change it up. But I don't know how many tracks are in. I mean, Davey would be a good one to ask because he think obviously Ricky's grew got up two. there. There's, is there two tracks? I think there's At two. Ricky's. Yeah. But Davey's place is just across the street, right? Yeah, Davey. I mean, they have Davey's place and then a few other places, I guess. Uh, and it's, it sounds like it sounds like there's some like little turn tracks and some stuff like that that's all carved out in the woods, like. I've been to Ricky's place when he owned it. Uh, not when he was riding, but when he owned it. And Sabachi rode down there as a 250 guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have every resource possible to get it done. Yeah. Um, dude, the, there's the so outdoor track that, Yeah, dude, there's, that outdoor track is so big, you could make two or three tracks out of it if mm. you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you just cut them down into sections. Yeah. And, and the guys like Tallahassee. Like, I think there were a lot of people that were hesitant of moving down there because you're like, well, what the hell's in Tallahassee because everybody else is in Claremont and Orlando. Tallahassee's pretty good. It seems like people are getting adjusted to it well or I would better say, than they thought. I would say Tallahassee's better than Claremont. There's more pe- more stuff in Tallahassee. I mean, there's an airport right there, you know, flying in and out of there. It's it, There's a lot of stuff there. It's a pretty big town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on. and it's a college town, too. If you're a young guy, I mean, that's the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what else? There was a lot um, of hot chicks at Southwick. Yeah, you dude, <laughs> Eli, that second moto was yeah, insane. Yeah, like in his house weekend, he's all the the difference between the two motos is embarrassing, <laughs> and he, he couldn't explain it, right, Anton? Like, did he does he get arm pump in the first moto? Like, what happens? No, dude, he 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 just wasn't flowing. Like he he looked visibly comfortable out there the first one. It seems like it takes him a little bit to like warm up now. Yeah. Um. But even the Cowie guys, after the second one was over, they told him, like, you were riding so much better. You opened your corners up. You were hitting lines way smoother. Yeah. You just looked all around better. And he's like, yeah, I felt better. Uh, he made a small setting change, but he, I don't think that 
even he said he doesn't think that that was the solution to all of it. He just looked like Eli, comfortable, smooth, fast, finding different areas to ride. And he just did everything right the second moto. Yeah, it's the funny. The second moto results have been huge, dude. Like, yeah. That, that that lap time, like, again, bummer that nobody got to see it. But when he was in about fifth, sixth place in the first few minutes of that one, I'm like, he's going to catch him, and this thing's going to be a yeah. It's funny. I saw a comment saying that uh, some guy added Eli and was like, dude, you just need to ride smoother tracks during the week. That's why you're not doing well in first motos. I'm like, have you seen the videos of his place? His place doesn't get real rough. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's him and J-Mart there riding a lot, yeah. you know, so. Jeez, yeah. um, I don't the, know. Man. The expert commenters are the best. <laughs> they know everything, bro. Mm-hmm. Everything. I like the guys that are trying to be suspension techs on my Instagram. <laughs> your suspension looks a bit soft and fast, dude. You should probably slow down your rebound. Okay, yes, sir, dude. <laughs> yeah, let me get right on that. Yeah. Let me see your credentials, dude. Webb was better this weekend. He was. A lot better. Now, do do we see Webb on the podium this weekend at Millville? He's gone 1-1 there before. Yeah. He likes that track. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, know. that's a pretty big ask. That's. That's a pretty big. Uh, Who are you knocking off for that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, if you, I mean, you have Tomac, Roxon, Ferrandis, uh, I mean, AP, AP yeah, yeah. A- I, I see AP doing really well at Millville. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Oof. I don't see Dylan finishing off the podium, the rest of the series. I like. It's Dude, what, he's won four of the five. Yeah. Or three of the four. Four of the five. Four of the five. Four yeah. of the five. Mm. Overalls. Is he becoming less surprised that he's winning? At <laughs> uh, I think to more and more people, yeah. But I think people that kind of were paying attention, like going into this season, I figured he would be the top rookie and all that. The, I think the title stuff is unbelievable, but I figured he would be on the podium and be winning motos like this. But mm-hmm. he's he's just so in the zone. I, I expected more out of him in Supercross, you know? Especially yeah. when he got that podium at the second round. I was yeah, like, oh, totally. it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He just had some what he, to figure out. What he explained to me after Colorado, though, where he's like, I was intimidated by those guys. Then Supercross starts to make sense. Like, okay. That, that made sense. And then he got put in a lot of positions where, you know, stupid crashes, bad starts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that first moto, when he came around the first lap and for, or the second lap in first place, I'm like, well, this is over. He's going <laughs> to just finally do what he needs to do. And... He cannot if he cannot get a start for everybody else. Like it's gonna yeah. make the races real boring if he gets a start because he'll just check out. Yeah, yeah. that first moto was insanely boring compared to what we've been spoiled yeah. with this year. He started second, right? Him and AP were up front. Yeah, and then he mm-hmm. no, did he? Or he whole shot yeah, he AP was, was second. This I think two he was starters. First. I guess yeah, he was right. I think it was AP, and then he got there right away. Yeah, by the second second scored lap he was already checking out like when they come down by the mechanics area on the first full lap of the race he's already well ahead and pulling away yeah yeah has anybody else yeah. been uh like i expected more out of sexton i'm kind of surprised where he's finishing right now yeah I, I expected a little bit more out of sexton yeah and he did too but um i mean he's doing all right I just think of the level of the guys that are ahead of him that are yeah. just performing yeah. so well. He's just having stupid stuff. Like He did have a crash, I think, this, this weekend. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, that's what he said, too. Uh, and I guess he hadn't been feeling well lately mm. and just kind of, like, working through some things down there. But, 
he's doing good. You know, he he could be one of those guys that could top three, top five, any moto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could top three this weekend at Millville, and everybody be like, oh, see, there it is. Like, mm. He's yep. doing good for second yeah. year. Yeah. Any update on I, AC? And this is word straight out of Adam's mouth. He's just got to get through the summer. He knows that this is going to be just kind of problem management mode. That the nerve injury is it is what it is he's got to have it moved around his elbow as soon as the off season gets done mm-hmm. because it just causes his hand to go to sleep and it's his throttle hand so he'll start losing like grip strength as the race goes on that's and sort of what like, i yeah, yeah yeah and he said you know you just you feel it start going away you start feeling it go away and it's not one of those things that you could like shake out like you could your clutch hand he's like take my hand off the gas i lose speed it's yeah. as simple as that huh. his top qualifier um, which was good. And on the podium, he said, I know that these opportunities, like paraphrasing, I know these opportunities aren't going to come a lot. I'm not riding that well. I'm not at full health. So when they do come up, I just have to take full advantage of them. And he did what he did. He'll do fine, but he, he knows he's out of the championship at this point. It's just put in some good finishes, get this thing figured out, and then be stronger for 2022. Mm. Nice. Yeah, with that second moto win, too, and then AP going DNF, that put uh, Tomac in third, third right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bummer for AP though, man. He's been yeah. riding so well, dude. Did wait? Did you watch the broadcast? Yeah. Did you guys see him cheering on Ferrandis? Oh yeah, dude, no, it was so sick. Was it? Yeah, he was in front of his pit board just cheering him on. It was so sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, yeah. I like on, on the AP thing. Like last deal for him. Uh, Aaron might become like the star of the sport in the next year no matter what happens like dude everybody is so pumped for him and that kind of positivity he could have totally had a meltdown and like kicked and screamed when the bike broke and he he took it like a champ yeah yeah he did yep it's the hair it is the hair it's calming (laughs) (laughs) it is calming yeah okay so we're headed to uh millville this weekend and then washugo where A Ray will wrap up his season because you're getting wrister, double wrist surgery or just yes. single? Yes, double. Dude. So I'll get I'll get my right one done first, uh-huh. and then not at the same time then. No, and uh-huh. then the left one um, a few days after. So I'm gonna spend oh, the week. A few um, days. Yes. So you'll be in two casts. Yeah, probably. Have fun pooping. I yeah, know, you're gonna right? have to have Wendy come spray me help off. Help you wipe. Yeah. Or you could just do what yeah. I did and don't poop for three weeks. I, I'm leaning more towards him. I'm leaning a little bit more towards what, what <laughs> Chase is doing. But I, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, obviously, I think my dad's going to fly in and, and sort of help me out. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be in rough shape there for a few days. Um, you know, Kenny will watch. Oh, yeah. Kenny, yeah, Kenny, Kenny for sure will. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, he, I might just go out in the front yard naked, you know, and just yeah, have just him hose off. me off, you know. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the so I'm going to get my right wrist done first, and then I'm going to get my left wrist done. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the the they're both going to be pretty tough on me because um, obviously for this my left hand um, I got to get a bone graft so they're going to take some out of my hip so I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm going to be able to walk mm-hmm. I don't remember because I haven't got I haven't got a bone graft in like ten years whenever I got whenever I did break my navicular so mm-hmm. um, I don't know how it's going to be um, but uh, yeah I'm going to be in rough shape there for a bit uh, I'm just you know fighting through some things right now so you having both your wrists partially fused no i'm gonna have my right wrist partially fused and i'm gonna get my left navicular um just repaired yeah repaired Hmm. Um, so you have a thumb throttle next year maybe so i have a a non-union on my left with like it's pretty much like a broken navicular with the screw is bent and it's pulling out Mm -hmm. into like the there's another bone and on top of the uh 
scaphoid, so it's sort of going into that bone. Um, and then uh, on my right wrist, I just have like some, uh, like all the bones in there are just sort of fusing together because I had ligament damage whenever I dislocated it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be in rough shape there for a bit, but I'm going to get it done early after Washougal. So I'll be ready for Supercross next year. It's just hmm. something that I've been dealing with, and and I really want to. I really want to be 100% next year for mm-hmm. for Supercross to really, you know. I mean, this stuff it's been hindering me for a while. Um, so, yeah, I'm just hoping to get better. So what's the deal? You're doing you're doing in Colorado? Yes. And so you're talking to me this morning about like driving you there? Or what? No, I asked you, I asked you if you wanted to just like maybe get an Airbnb for the week and like go mountain biking in Colorado. Wipe his ass. And just, like, come hang out, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, shit, might as well. <laughs> so are you driving there or are you flying there? Uh, I'll probably be flying, yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if there's an Alaska flight, you could take your bicycle for 30 bucks. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to ride it. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about me and Chase. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Go out there. But, uh, all right, well, uh, what else? Anything else we need to flap our lips about? Uh, Barsha rode good. Yeah. yeah Same third. guy. Yeah, Good. local guy. Big sand guy. Mm-hmm. So. Who is it in the bra- – he passed somebody. He's going to pass him anyway, but he passed him kind of like a dick. Uh, Adam? A, a, Adam. Yeah, he's mad at Adam. Yeah, I think, I think he said something about that in the press conference, yeah. didn't he, uh, Anton? Yeah, I wasn't on the press conference, but I guess that they crossed lines a little bit, and then he wasn't very pleased about it. Mm-hmm. And I get his point. You know, if he did that to somebody and people saw it, they'd be calling for his head. Yeah. So, you know, he has that reputation. I talked to him after the race, uh, and then how was your weekend? Just discussing how he's learning this bike. He likes it. It's good to have Will there. Seems like Will's really helping him out and getting these things figured out. Because being full time based in California, he's not. It's not exactly ideal track conditions of what happens when you go to a race on a Saturday. Like mm-hmm. Alex, you know this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's doing really good. Says he wants to complete his career there at Gas Gas. I totally think that that's what's going to happen. Hell, he could go another two, three years at this point, the way he's riding. Yeah, he's riding sure. great. He's super happy. Um, team Dude. loves him. Like, he's doing everything the right way, so he's, that's good for him. Yeah, I mean, if you're in his, like, friend group and you know, like, Justin Barsha and, like, you're around him a lot, he has a amazing personality. Mm-hmm. Like, he is always smiling, unless you piss him off, obviously, or, you know. But other than, other than that, he has a really, really good personality. Yeah, I think. Did yeah. you guys watch his vlog? Yeah, I had a couple friends watch that. They're like, "Wait, I didn't know he was like cool." <laughs> no, he's actually like super cool. Yeah, yeah. he's funny. <laughs> it's the funniest thing, and I think I've said this on here before. Uh, so Amber's family owned this big uh, fashion store over in England in Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it was Sheffield. And so, like, they sold the highest high-end clothes that you could think of, and not that anybody in moto cares about that. But it's so funny to see him wear like. If you know, they're like five, six, seven hundred dollars yeah. jeans, or like four hundred dollars <laughs> T-shirts, and all this stuff. And Homeboy grew up literally in a fifth-wheel trailer, so he could race motos. So it's funny <laughs> to see how he's coming about and just how he's enjoying things. And then he has this Adidas hookup through Troy and the team. Some of the fucking, some of the clothes he has every week, I'm like, my god, he looks like one of those guys in the NBA. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good. Oh, uh, it's up now, but. If you guys are listening, go watch the Maximus Volan Swap Motor Live show. It's pretty good. Yeah, did it go up yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 1120. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that kid is really cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. What do you think? So he came out like gangbusters at, at Fox Raceway and was leading the first moto, and 
has shown some speed here and there, but he's kind of like settled into like a top ten. Yeah, I mean, I think he's doing good for his rookie year. I mean, hell, he's still young. He's got years ahead of him. Uh, you know, they're willing to work with him. And I think, you know, they they don't want him to do something stupid, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, he's still a young kid. I mean, he he knows Paula like the back of his hand, I feel mm -hmm. like. You know, he's been riding there for I don't know how many years. So, um, you know, it's good to see him grow. I think he's going to get – he's going to be a top guy here in a couple of years. Wait till sure. we go to Hangtown. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the back of his. That's yeah. the back of his dick. He knows. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Anything else? I mean, hey, I go to alexray.co. There you get go. Get some freaking sketchy merch. Get some merch. Uh, I have some new shirts. Like I said, they're coming. I'm going to pick them up today. So hopefully. Did Ann you bring me my sticker? I did not. <laughs> but if we take the photos, if you help me take these photos for my website, yeah. I will. I will get you as many stickers as you want. Are we going to have uh, Wendy model some of the shirts? We can. I think we should. Yeah. That would be hilarious. You, yeah, should get, you should get like six girls together to yeah. do modeling mm -hmm. and then let the viewers decide who's Wendy. Yeah, all with huge tits. All of them. Yes. <laughs> yeah, make it look like the old extreme ads. Yes. And all the, my, all the ads, their hair is just blowing back. Like, get Dude, the fans. The that, my, those were my dad's favorite shirts. He has, he has every single one of them. Do I you know in the extreme calendar shoots? Kenny Jones and Dale Davis used to bring pencil erasers and make the girls put them inside the bikini to look like hard nipples. Really? Genius. Mm. Wow, that's awesome. I don't know why they wouldn't just the trade. I don't know why they just wouldn't help them to pinch them up or, or like rub ice them on up. them. Yeah, yeah, flop them up a little bit. They use, they use pencil erasers. Wow. Or like huh. or, or uh, not jelly beans, what are they? gum drops. Gum drops. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh what else? Uh, met a truck driver at a Salt Motor Race Series this weekend. And he yeah. goes, hey, I don't have a big logo like Truck Driver Taylor, but I'm a truck driver, and I love the podcast. Oh, there you go. Wow. So, yeah, That's awesome, the podcast man. of the truck drivers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be good for those guys. I mean, like for me, like I listen to podcasts all the time as well. Yeah. I mean, it, it passes the time super quick. And, if I mean, if that's your job, you're, you're freaking trucking around. I mean, hey, more power to you. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening. Buy some merch. Yeah. Hey, I got to say this. These, I think I said it a couple weeks ago, too. People, and Don, I think I've told you, people are stopping me at the races all the time. They love what we're doing. I hear a lot of, like, really good feedback from people at the, at the track, just cheering yes. out Slot Moto Live and everything. That's badass. Like, seriously, thank you guys so much to everybody that stopped me at these last couple races. Uh, that I mean, that's cool. It makes me know that what we're doing is actually catching on and that people like it and that it's – checking the boxes so that's been cool to hear yeah same for me as well i mean I, I get a lot of fans who come through they they hear me on here and and uh they, they like what we're doing so yeah thank you guys it's awesome mm -hmm. you know you you two y'all don't really come to the races very much but when you know we're there i'll be at washugal i'll oh, be okay. at washugal for the grand finale oh okay <laughs> all right the grand finale the grand finale of your season <laughs> okay we might have to put you in the speed trap i'm gonna do Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I gotta get a swap mode live helmet for that race, huh? Yeah, I'll wear it yeah. in practice. I gotta wear a different helmet in the race, but I, I got, I'll wear it in practice. What's the title sponsor of that race? Uh, well, no, it's uh, Mayhew Tools oh, okay. is is our our helmet deal for for the for the summer. That amazing flag yes. one. Yes. Amazing. Uh, they it was their home race at Southwick this this hey. weekend. They were all there. Um, so yeah, they loved it. So it's good. No twenty two stuff this weekend. Hey, are you gonna be wearing it before we Dude. we call it a year or what? I, I mean, obviously, I hope so, but yeah. what I'm wearing, it's still the best. 
right. Okay. Even it, I, I don't care if it's 1988 O'Neill gear. It yeah. still looks the best, and it is the best. I haven't talked. I've I've never met Mark, but if I see someone at our race series wearing 22 O'Neill stuff before I see you wearing O'Neill stuff, I'm gonna have to give them a call. There was yeah, right. there was kids at um my race or at my parents' race track uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend in 22 gear. <laughs> 20, 22 O'Neill gear. Yep. Well, the, 22 element is out already. Yeah, the yeah. 22 kids element gear. Yeah. And it looked amazing, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, I raced in my Prodigy gear this weekend. Yeah. First comment on my post, Dino, glad to see you're enjoying the ride again. <laughs> yes, dude. You've been <laughs> posting way too much wearing all those other, like, the Fixer gear. and Fixer. <laughs> and and the, the Cox Racing and all that other stuff. Oh. Yeah, I was comfortable. Yeah, him and Zoid were twins. I know. Dude, what does he do over the jumps? Like, he's on dude, the lip dude. of the jump just with his leg no, up. No, what does he do off the start? Did you see the picture of him <laughs> off the start? It looked like he, he was, was sideways. Yeah, and his foot was by his head. <laughs> yeah. I saw him one lap over the finish, and literally his foot went over his head. I mean, he does get some pretty cool photos, like, yeah. of himself. Yeah. Like, whenever he does do his whips, you're like, dang, dude. He, I, I was arguing with someone this weekend, and I was like, dude, Zoid can whip it. Yeah. Scrub guy can whip it when no, he whips he it. But he also does a lot of ridiculous shit, you know, yeah. the head back or the leg yeah. up. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Dude, his style is sick. If Scrub Daddy was like 14 years old on an 85, he'd have like 5 million. Oh, oh dude, 100%. Right? <laughs> yes. Dude, he'd have, he'd have every OEM beaten down the door for a 15-year contract. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, 100%. Yeah, instead he he's a 56-year-old vet. Yeah. I mean, he's, st- he's still killing it. He's still crushing it on the, on the social media, I feel like. Yeah. Dude, he was talking so much smack this weekend. Was he? It was great. Did he even watch his son eat shit at all? No. His son just kept eating shit really? all day on the vet track. No, I was he like, was, there's he no was, Zoid. He was <laughs> flapping his lips at the pitch. You know, <laughs> what, he beat you? No, oh. dude, come on. Oh, this is, I don't know. How does your clutch look after State Fair? Because I know I know. <laughs> oh, dude, runs, you know what? You you know what? <laughs> Between the, uh, you know, the finish line, Yeah. the left to the right, yeah. Outside, outside. I w- came out of the left and went raw in my clutch. Went, bah! So I'm like, I need a clutch. Yeah. But no. I've made it this far in the year without a clutch. I need some plates, I think. Oh. Well, no if, bike you, hey, well, if, you get, if you hit up Cowie and get a clutch. Get two? Yeah, get two, okay, please. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I need one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah I was, so Scrubby was talking all the shit, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so he had these, uh, these girls in his pits and they were wearing the scrub daddy shirts mm-hmm. but i had Burnside. she was wearing the my militia shirt right yeah and uh yeah so i was talking smack to the girl later i was like hey were you cheering for for scrub daddy because you got a shirt on she goes oh yeah like, well, i'm sorry i had to smoke your hero and she didn't have it on for the second one. <laughs> oh <laughs> dude bummer it's pretty good yeah so i told him too i go you know my gopro doesn't have any of you in it because you know i whole shot and i never saw anyone you know, like Maybe I need to get one of those 360 cameras so I could look behind and see. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Let's do a Swap Moto Live Alex Co. like one t shirt merge. You guys have been deal. saying Co-op, this for yeah. a while. Yeah, let's though. do it. The muffler one. Okay. I mean, it. The I muffler mean, one or. It's like still going because I rode half the moto this weekend with no, with no mid pipe. The muffler one or a wind emoji? <laughs> wind blowing a pipe off. You guys should make a little, a little you know what you would sell like really good? A little fan. Like those little, <laughs> those little rechargeable fans? fans for the outdoors. Jeez. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's again, throw some ideas around. Let's throw some ideas around. Once again, the podcast goes south. So we're going to end it right now. Guys, thanks for listening. 
truck driver Taylor, be safe out there. Mm -hmm. My other truck driver buddy from State Fair, you be safe. And uh, Anton, I'll see you in two weeks. But Can't until wait. then, uh, guys, we'll talk to you next Monday after uh, Millville. Thanks right, for listening. Boys. Thanks for listening to the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. Pro Taper, the manufacturer of the best handlebars. Handlebar of Kenny Taco Bell. And the Sella Start device that works quite well. I don't use any of that stuff, but. Yeah. We'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, Pro Taper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.